Hola, amazing gente, and welcome to another episode of the Art, Love, and Woke Magic podcast. I am your host, Brandy Mar Sky. I am a author, a spiritual, sacred leadership mentor. I'm also a bruja, a lover of all things Lisa Frank and Dallas Cowboy football, and I'm really excited about welcoming you into the orbit of this episode. This week, we're talking about a subject that I get asked a whole lot about, and it really isn't a form of a question that keeps showing up when I do one-on-ones, when I do uh, the Praxis portal, or I'm in my Q&As with my sacred creatrixers. And that question is, how do I find my purpose? Or what is my purpose? Or how do I figure out what my purpose is? What am I here for? What is what is it that I came here to do? What is my assignment? What is the thing that I that only I can do? This is a variety of ways in which to ask the same question of what is my purpose? And the reason why this really came front and center into my orbit was that a few weeks ago, a very, very lovely client of mine entered, um, she DM'd me and asked me about one of the courses I have in the Art Love Magic Academy called Your Dreams Are Not Impossible. And it's under the Life Magic or Manifesting Magic series. And she asked specifically if this course was good to help her find her purpose. And it's not necessarily geared towards that, so I let her know, but really this question of what is my purpose? And it was like a neon sign blinking in my face and in my brain going, this is something that needs to be talked about because you, I have a very interesting and rather radically different perspective on purpose than most folks do. And this episode is dedicated to you, dear human, you know who you are. Um, for bringing this question that has been asked all over my orbit, but really bringing it front and center um, and inspiring me to create this episode in direct reflection of what this question or how I would answer this question, how I do answer this question. So for me, when I think about purpose, purpose is... I believe all our purpose is love. Our purpose is love and our expression of love. So therefore, like love and creating, being a creator, right? I believe that we are all born with a purpose of using our gifts, our creativity, our expression in service of love, in a expression of love. So really, if you take out, you know, the art and the creativity and all of that, the essence of what I feel and believe we all came here to do is be an, a beacon, an expression of love. Now, there are so many nuances that get in the way. There are so many different experiences that we have, especially if we are 
othered, if we're queer, if we're marginalized. There are so many things that get layered on top of that from a like micro self perspective, but there's also things that kind of blur and dissolve that kind of organic natural purpose that we all came, came into the world with, with like society and the, you know, how we complicate everything and we want everything to make linear sense. And there's all these tropes and stereotypes and conditions and all of these things that we have been domesticated to kind of layer up on top of what we came into the world as our purpose. And, you know, one of the big things of that is we have been taught to seek knowledge and to seek what our answers from a source that is outside of ourselves. And that's from the very beginning. We are not taught how to self-source answers or to self-source knowledge. This is something that we have to unlearn all of our domestication and programming and relearn ourselves. And so there's all these things that have buried like this very organic, natural, um, clear, energetic intent that we all came into this world to be, which is an expression of love. And so when people come into my orbit and they ask me, you know, how do I find my purpose? My answer is always, it's not, you're not looking for your purpose. Your purpose is love. Your purpose is to create. Your purpose is to be expressive. That is all of our purposes. What we are actually looking for when we're asking what is our purpose is we are wanting to know what is our calling? What is that, um, thing that only we can do, the thing that we are being called to do, that we are put on this earth to do, that is an expression of that divine love, that divine sacred flame, that light that is ignited in us, that is our very soul essence. What we are asking when we're looking for a purpose is we're really looking for our calling. We're looking for how we express that in our own unique way. And so getting clear and it's, and it's not even like a, a hard fast line, right? Again, we're so used to thinking of everything as like black and white, whereas this is really a dance, right? It's like your calling could be like thematic. And I'm going to use myself as an example in a minute. It could also be, you know, some people are born just automatically knowing what their calling is. Other people, it's a theme. It's something that, that have to, has to be discovered. But it's not like, okay, so my purpose over here is love and creativity and then over here is calling. No, they're very much merged together. It's an alchemy of how we alchemize love within ourselves and that then we focus that love into what it is we're creating and whether that could be we we're creating another human we could be creating a piece of art we could be creating a business we could be creating a framework we could be creating um the next uh evolution of technology we can be creating all of a variety of different things but the core of it is is love and is this dance between what is it that i love right now 
Like, and sometimes it changes. Sometimes it's just the expression of it that changes. But again, it's still in the same theme. And when I, when I talk to my clients and my orbit about how they can find their calling, what I really think about is, is two things. And the first thing is, is I really believe the biggest tip that I can share with you about how do you find your calling, AKA how do you quote unquote find your purpose is you already know, you already know what it is. And I know that sounds like a cop out and it sounds like, you know, not practical, really esoteric, but let me kind of break it down for you. So when I was growing up, the thing that I always did pretty much from birth was that I loved creating. And it wasn't just like sitting and writing or like a a kind of art or craft. It was anything. I used to, in second grade, I used to take magazines and I would cut out like the diamond um, uh, advertisements because we were poor. And the only way that I could ever have anything like that when all my friends were wearing it or all the people in school were wearing it was I would get magazines and I would cut out the gems and the rings and the earrings and then I would put them like on a a cardboard and then I would actually like um, tape them to my ears so it looked like I was wearing diamonds but it really was just a cutout of a magazine. I was constantly finding ways to create what it was I wanted to see, create the vision that I held for myself in really kind of innovative ways. I would sit at my table and I would, you know, make my own chime books. I would draw. I would do anything and everything that had to do with creating. I would even like take samples of rose, rose like different flowers and then put them in a, in a notebook and kind of put water on them and create my own like herbal tinctures and perfumes. And so I was always in this like vat of creativity. I was in a vat of expression. And so that has been with me from the moment I was born, whether it was in those tinctures, whether it was as an artistic roller skater when I was 13, whether it was in belly dancing or drag or modern dance, all these things that I've done my whole entire life, while they all vary in like what the modality is, like creativity, spirituality, drag, art, like the thing, the thread that holds them together is they are all under the umbrella of expression. So my calling is expression and really expelling and expressing, like literally pushing out the ideas and the love and my flame that I have out of me and into the world, like making that love manifest in expressive, creative ways, right? So that's my example. I also love to use the example of my wife. So my wife, has been in the service industry for um, over 20, 30 years. She 
was a mixologist for a while, bar manager, GM. Now she is in the wine industry. She's a supervisor at one of the vineyards here in Central Texas and the Hill Country. And she has like this, she's always loved fine wine and spirits. And so when we were talking about purpose and I was telling her about how, you know, I really believe that we already know what we're meant to, to do, I always hearken back to a story that she shared with me about when she was little and she used to take out like pickle juice and ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise, like in all these condiments, right? And she would put them all together and then shake them up and then serve it to her sister and make her sister drink the concoction that she came up with. And so this is what I mean when I say that you already know she was doing that kind of stuff as a kid, just out of the pure joy of it, right? And so as she grew up, that that theme, that very um, central theme of creating and making things out of, you know, different kinds of condiments back then, but then like spirits and mixers, all of that, you know, that thread has been blooming and blossoming to where she is now, which is like the winery, which is a whole nother art form of, of the industry. And so when we are looking at, and when you are looking at your calling, I want you to really dive into the heart of this question of what did you love to do as a kid, right? And I feel like this question gets asked a whole lot and it gets asked a whole lot because one, it's really, really a potent, powerful window into what your calling is, but also because it gets asked, you know, it gets asked a whole lot, we can tend to gloss over it and just kind of like um, hurry our way through it, right? But what I want to invite you to do is take this, if you are in search of what your calling is, this one question alone, it holds the key to the kingdom of what your calling is. And I, um, in the show notes below, I am sharing with you a bonus worksheet that is part of the, the, lesson under your dreams are not impossible called path and it's worksheet number one and it helps you dive a little bit deeper um, and enter this question from a couple of angles um, so you can kind of really dive into it what I'm inviting you to do is to really root your intention of I am going to use this one question to show me what it is I need to see about my calling and then give yourself some space to explore and to really percolate and let these like ideas come to you follow the breadcrumbs follow what I call your light rabbits you know those little ideas and inklings that light you up that like spark something in you your curiosity follow those things and I guarantee you you will find your calling it really isn't as hard as what we have made it, but we also have to have the right tools 
and mindset and we have to be in the right kind of framework. And by that, I mean mind, body, spirit, sight, like environment, context, everything in which to see it. But that doesn't mean that bits and pieces of it, bits and piece of it, of it won't be shown to you in this process. So I really want to invite you to ask yourself that question. What did you love to do as a kid? So that's one way that I want to invite you into further looking into your calling and really kind of diving into what it is. The second is, so that's a logical kind of mind way to enter into the the question. Another way that I want to invite you in is to, is through your, your feeling, through your energetic body, through your somatic body, your sensory awareness. So it's still coming in the form of a question, but I'm going to share something with you that gives me the vibe of what I'm looking for. So the question number two that you can ask yourself as kind of a gateway and doorway into what your calling is, is when do you feel most alive? So when you ask that question, when do I, when do you feel most alive? What I'm getting at and what we're really searching for is not like, oh, I feel alive when I have lots of money and I can just be free and at ease. No, like what we are going for, like what, when do you feel most alive and like what are you doing when you feel most alive is we're looking for like the the hairs on the back of your neck standing standing up like your energy just kind of reverberating and going the like we're looking for a sensing and a feeling in which our whole body becomes like electromagnet kind of like the the middle of the island and lost like you're just like radiating this magnetic thing because what you are doing just brings you so much life and so I want to share with you every time I think about this question and I've written about this question I think about um a passage from the book uh the perks of being a wallflower I read this book in 1999 when I was living in Austin And this image, not just the image, but the sense that it gives me, like the feeling is what I am asking you to seek out when you're asking yourself this question. So I'm going to read just this short little passage for you. Sam then climbed, climbed in the back of the pickup wearing nothing but her dance dress. She told Patrick to drive and he got the smile on his face. I guess they had done this before. Anyway, Patrick started driving really fast, and just before we got to the tunnel, Sam stood up, and the wind turned her dress into ocean waves. When we hit the tunnel, all the sound got scooped up into a vacuum, and it was replaced by a song on the tape player, a beautiful song called Landslide. When we got out of the tunnel, Sam screamed this really fun scream, and there it was, downtown. Lights on buildings and everything that makes you wonder. Sam sat down and started to laugh. Patrick started laughing. I started laughing. And in that moment, I swear we were infinite. 
So another way to enter into this sensory question of finding your calling is when do you feel infinite? What makes you feel infinite? What gives you that feeling of never ending, of divine wovenness into the fabric of life, into the divine itself? What do you do that makes you feel infinite? And I don't want you to get lost or myriad like in the in any kind of pressure to come up with answers. This is not about that kind of exercise. And I share a little bit more about that in the worksheet. But all of these, both of these questions are really gateways. There are portals that you can walk through via questions that will then unlock and unleash other stories, your stories, in which you can then resource You are again, resourcing answers from yourself to what your calling is. So my friends, I hope that this little platica on purpose and calling is helpful to you in multidimensional ways. And take what feels good, leave the rest, but I hope that those little energetic nuances between purpose and calling and these two ways to enter into the question of what is my purpose, hashtag what is my calling, really helps you get exactly where you are meant to go. And I want to share with you before we close out one of the best definitions I have heard on life purpose. And it's by... um uh, author, metaphysician, um, spa owner, bunch of different things. Uh, his name is Peter Borton. And he said about purpose, your life purpose is an expression of love for the world. Go forth and find your expression of love for the world. I love y'all so, so much. Until next week in Lakesh.